Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The San Diego Padres, as we know, are looking toward next season, but they did something to really get fans probably more excited about 2017 than we originally thought with uh, calling up several top prospects, and they did it all at one time. Uh, let's talk to AJ Casavell about that. I'm Allison Twitter. AJ, um, yeah, every name on there was like somebody that we've talked about a lot, and um, this gives Padres fans something to pay attention to, right? Yeah, the last couple weeks of the season are going to be pretty fun. I think I think you're going to see all four of these guys: uh, Hunter Renfro, Manny Margot, Austin Hedges, Carlos Suarez. I think you're going to see all four of them get some significant playing time, uh, which makes the last couple weeks of the season definitely worth watching because. They're, they're guys that the Padres feel, if they're going to make a run uh, a couple of years from now, uh, they're going to need these guys to perform. So these guys could be an integral part of what the organization is trying to do. Uh, so, hey, it, it makes the last couple of weeks of the season exciting because there's something to watch, something that's some unknown. The other interesting thing, I think, is that all four of these guys, Andy Green has said, have the chance to compete for a roster spot or even a, essentially a starting spot next season. So, this is like kind of the early audition for them. They'll obviously get spring training as well, but there's, there's kind of a lot on the line in these last couple of weeks, even though the game doesn't necessarily mean that much. Yeah, so they um, obviously they played, they were in the playoffs. Their AAA team, I guess, was in the playoffs. Because um, this is why it, it didn't surprise me. I mean, I understand how that works. Like they want to, they want these guys to finish out their season. Um, it's just so, it's so late in the season. I mean, there's like a 10, 11 games left um and so that does seem a little bit later than usual um just to have like so many guys called up at one time yeah and one of the things was uh with, with Austin Hedges he had a kind of a little bit different of a situation because he had played last season he's not technically a prospect uh, otherwise they would have we could say four top prospects and that would say four top youngsters now but mm-hmm. uh he played enough last season that uh his service time was kind of in question so they, if, if they held him out till September 15th uh, they would get an extra year of team control. Now they say they want to get the kids' experience, and obviously they do. But that's that's a nice that's a nice side benefit, and I'm sure they they, they had that in mind when they when they made these decisions. But Austin Hedges, uh, they'll have an extra year of team control on him. They get him through 2022 uh, now. So I think that was that was uh, September 15th was the deadline for that. Then the rest of the guys, I mean, they they kind of they've been talking a long time about establishing winning culture in the minor leagues and. They were talking about that really before the Chihuahuas kind of made this run. So 
uh, it makes sense. They're kind of just backing up their words as to what they were talking about uh, then to, to let these guys. I mean, they won the Pacific Coast League Championship uh, against, over the Oklahoma City Dodgers over the weekend. Uh, the AAA Championship game, it's, kind of just, it's just a one-game thing, and they ended up losing it to Scranton Wilkes-Barre. But um, it, it, it ends up being uh, pretty much exactly what they had talked about over the summer before they even did the Chihuahuas to be in this position, kind of like a, a way that these guys could play together and build together. And, uh, and you know what? I'm, I'm sure we'll get to talk to them today, and they'll, they'll say something to the effect of how influential and impactful it was to be able to play all those games together. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's. I think there's so much importance that you can place on winning in the minor leagues. Now, I mean, when you have a team that loses a lot on the major league level, and you know, a handful, at least two, three of their minor league affiliates are in the playoffs. Sometimes they win their championship of their league. Um, that bodes well, obviously, for the future. I mean, there's a lot of very talented uh, players on on those teams that eventually, theoretically, are supposed to be playing for the Padres someday. Um, but learning how to win in the minor leagues. It's, I mean, it's a different it's, – it's very important. I'm always fascinated by it, and I'm not – I can't remember if we talked about this before, but I find it fascinating because, like, what are you doing in the minor leagues um, differently than what you might do in the major leagues? Like, are you learning how to move runners over, or are you trying to get to the big leagues so badly that you're trying to hit one out all the time? And I don't know. If organizational philosophies have to stay the same throughout, how do you prevent, like, a, a young guy from, like, trying to you may maybe get out of his game a little bit that he would need to be in the major league level – to learn how to be a player in the minor league level. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think, I think the Padres, in the Padres' case, what they did was they essentially said, hey, we're not, we're not going to be calling these youngsters up until their season's over. So they gave them uh, – there was no, oh, I, I better do this this week so I can get called up next week. That was kind of never in those guys' heads. Right. Uh, so they, I, I think the interesting point you bring up about winning in the minor leagues and I'll, I'll go back to a story. Uh, before I worked at Omni.com, I, I worked at the Altoona Mirror, and I covered the Altoona Curve, uh, the Pirates double-A team. The Pirates had been on on the stretch of, I think it was like their 19th out of like 21 consecutive losing seasons or whatever it was. That team won the Eastern League Championship, and then sure enough, two years later, the Pirates are in the playoffs, and now they're one of the more well more well-run organizations in baseball. And wow. I've, thought, I've talked to those guys. I've talked to those guys a few times since. And they say, yeah, it helped us being, it helped, it helped us having won that championship. And they kind of withstood at the end of the season. They were ten games up, and they were only three games up after like a losing streak or something like that. And then they ended up uh, pulling away. So they learned how to deal with the grind of the season. And I can almost guarantee you, the El Paso players will say the same thing. Uh, they had kind of a similar scenario where they were winning by, they were winning, they should have won the division by about ten or eleven games. They only ended up winning it by like four. So now whether that's actually true or whether that's in those guys' heads, and, and whether, we can't really quantify that, but there, there is definitely something to building a winning team and a winning culture. And also the one thing that's worth pointing out is winning's, winning's more fun, obviously. So it, right. if, if, if you're trying to teach guys how to play the game the right way, how to move runners over, how to do their job, as opposed to trying to stand out, it's easier to do so if you're winning games, and that's what that's what El Paso. That's that I'm sure that helped El Paso. Yeah, no, I think it's. Um, I think there's a lot to look forward to with the Padres. I don't know when it's going to happen, but the more you read about these guys and see what they're doing, uh, I don't know. I just think that there's a lot of hope for the future. So, um, okay, good stuff, AJ. Thank you so much. Uh, we're almost done with these, so we'll talk to you next week. I think for the last time this season. 
MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.